for me, it was my mission. It was my passion to lift every single woman up. I wanted to lift every woman up and stand on their own two feet. I wanted to remind women that they were important too. Like their family's important. Their parents are important, but like you're important too. And your happiness is important too. And you standing on your own two feet and knowing that you have options and knowing that if you needed to leave, you could. And if it wasn't working out for you or you weren't, you know what I mean? If it wasn't in your best interest, that you have options and choices. And I think many women don't. And I want to lift, I want to remind women how powerful they are. Have you been toying with the idea of creating a girls empowerment workshop, but got yourself stuck because of mindset, not knowing if you would get it right, not knowing where to start, not knowing how to serve? I've totally been there and I've totally got you. We've created a brand new masterclass experience. It's called the Girl Life Launchpad, where I'm going to walk you through the A to Z of running your first girls empowerment workshop, because we've got to start somewhere and we've got to do it in community with people who have the same goal on their hearts. And I'm going to be there with you every step of the way. If you'd like to get involved in this 90-minute masterclass, just go to www.melodypormorati.com slash launchpad. I promise you won't be sorry. And by the end of the 90 minutes, you will be ready to launch your very first profitable girls empowerment workshop. See you there. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Have I got a treat for you? Today, I'm being joined by the most amazing inspiring woman, Caroline Baudino. Um, and she is the real deal. My friends, like she is everything that you hear today is who this woman is. Um, she has this beautiful Instagram page where she shares her wisdom, her love of getting up, showing up, dressing up, being you, Um, and her energy is just infectious and you were absolutely going to love this talk. I just know it. I literally just got off of, um, our zoom call together and I'm lit up. I'm feeling energized and inspired. And that is the power of, um, women coming together and sharing what's real, um, taking off the masks, knocking out those filters. That's, that's what was going on over here. And it felt so beautiful. And I'm so excited for you to experience her magic firsthand. So Caroline is a mom of two boys, a wife and a lifestyle influencer with impeccable and edgy clothing, makeup and jewelry, and a can-do attitude of choosing happy. She's known for her real talks on her social media platforms where she shows us glimpses of her life, sharing an unfiltered view of being a mom, wife, and being just Caroline, as well as motivating others to be the best version of themselves. This is where Caroline tells us that we need to get up, get dressed, let's do this. After having kids, Caroline felt lost, lonely, and overwhelmed. She realized feeling and looking like a mess made her act like a mess. That's when she started her Instagram shop with Caroline. She posted her fashion forward outfits 
and how she styles everything from a soccer mom look to a formal wear. But it was her message of looking and feeling good that resonated the most with women everywhere. She's brutally honest when she shares her experiences, showing that everything isn't perfect and provides tips and inspiration on how she overcame life's challenges, including motherhood, relationships, aging parents, and menopause. Caroline's message will tug at your heartstrings as well as light a fire in your soul. Now get up, get dressed, let's do this. Without further ado, here is the beautiful Caroline Baudino. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I've got the coolest guest for you today. We are joined by Caroline Baudino. Welcome. Hi, everybody. Oh, my oh hi, my love. Thank you for having me. I am honored to be here. You are so sweet. I am so excited that you are here. I started following along your journey, like literally just a couple months ago. And oh, thank you. Really, I'm just like enamored by the way that you are showing up. The authenticity that you bring um, is just magical. And it's and it's like contagious. It's like you can't thank stop. Thank you. So, thank you, babe. That be, it's the greatest compliment. So thank you. Oh my God. Thank, thank you. you for being here. So I will have read your bio by this point, but give us a little sneak peek into your world and how you got to be doing what it is that you're doing and share what it is that you're doing in your own words as well. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, you know, for me, I, I, it's funny, my mission is very similar to yours about empowering women. And, you know, it's, I just, I realized in my journey, um, you know, having, getting into a point in my life that I hit midlife. And for me, I had children later in life. I was very independent. I wanted to live my life. I wanted to travel. You know, I watched my parents be very unhappy and very codependent. And I, I remember always feeling like it just didn't feel right to me. Something didn't feel, my mom being powerless never felt right to me. And there was something about that, that, you know, throughout life, as I got married, and I had children and I had children at 38 and 40. So I actually did really wait. And it was great for me because I didn't have any FOMO. And I was, you know, really prepared and ready to be at home and making that sacrifice. Because I think a lot of women, again, rush into something that they don't really understand the commitment of and the sacrifice. And for me, you know, being a little bit older and having traveled and lived, I felt like I was more prepared. And even for someone like me who thought she was so independent and prepared, you find yourself caught in the same cycle. And I found myself caught, you know, in having babies back to back. I was home. I gave up my job. I was, you know, always, I wasn't sleeping. I, you know, the weight gain, the hormones. Then I went into perimenopause and then my parents got sick and my dad got Alzheimer's. And all of a sudden the weight of the world was on my shoulders. And I can honestly tell you, I walked past the mirror and I didn't even recognize myself. I was like, I used to always be smiling and happy and full of life and adventure and like ready for anything and looking fabulous, I will say. Always have loved taking care of myself. I've always loved, you know, doing my makeup and, and, and having a moment to be the best version of myself every day. And I realized I had sacrificed that and it was too big of a sacrifice for me. And I remember looking in the mirror and thinking, I'm going to bring her back. I'm going to bring Caroline back, that best version of me, the one that's smiling, the one that's positive, the one that sees the good. You know, I'd gotten into this negative headspace. I'd gotten into this more boredom, frustrated, doing things I didn't want to be doing. Like, loved my kids, loved my family, but did I want to be at school volunteering 24-7? Like, was that was that it for me? And then I was like, okay, if my, my kids graduate, am I just going to sit at home and stare at the wall and just shop and go to lunch? Like, how long does that last? And I kind of started to understand that, I was caught in this vicious cycle and I knew I needed to break it. And I realized so many of us, that's the truth. So many of us, even the strongest, smartest, most capable, 
we all fall into this trap because society pushes us into this corner where we have to manage it all. And unfortunately, we can't. And we've gotten into a point where we've normalized not asking for help. We've normalized women, you know, keeping secrets and not wanting, you know, everyone's keeping up with the Joneses and nobody wants to admit that maybe it's not perfect. So all of a sudden we're not talking, we're not helping. Now there's no village. Now people don't even talk to their families. So now you're alone and you're isolated. And I think that's a really scary place to be for a woman, especially in midlife, especially entering menopause, because the truth is you don't recognize yourself. And when you don't recognize yourself, it makes you insecure. And it puts you in a bad headspace. And I think that's when you start making really bad decisions, like giving your power away to your husband, to your friend, to your, you know what I mean? That's when people start taking advantage of you. And it's a hard cycle to break. So for me, it was my mission. It was my passion to lift every single woman up. I wanted to lift every woman up and stand on their own two feet. I wanted to remind women that they were important too. Like their family's important. Their parents are important. But like you're important too. And your happiness is important too. And you standing on your own two feet And knowing that you have options and knowing that if you needed to leave, you could. And if it wasn't working out for you or you weren't, you know what I mean? If it wasn't in your best interest, that you have options and choices. And I think many women don't. And I want to lift, I want to remind women how powerful they are. I really do. And that's been my mission ever since. So I started Chalk with Caroline. I started having these coffee talks and kind of just sharing my life and my journey. And I think that's where everything really took off because I realized we were all looking for a village and we were all looking you know, to feel good again, to feel happy again. And I think, again, we normalized unhappiness. We've normalized misery. We've normalized hating our lives, our husbands, our families. And I just want to bring happy back. I just want to bring normal, happy lives back. That's the truth. Love it. That's the mission. I have an amazing and rewarding opportunity to share with all of my fellow business owners, authors, podcast hosts, anyone who's got a message to share with the world. Sponsor a girl to go through our membership called Empower Hour, and we will reward you with a shout out of your business. We'll share who you are and what you're doing in the world, and it's going to be such a win-win because we're introducing girls to their superpowers in our membership, and you get to be a part of it, and then you get rewarded. It's all good stuff. I hope that you will join us. Check out more information at melodypormorati.com slash sponsor a girl. Everything you're saying, what a beautiful mission. What a beautiful, like you looked in the mirror and you were like, no, like, where did she go? How did the time pass? Like, where was I all this time? And you made this decision in this split second to be like, okay, something's got to change. So like, what a pivotal moment for you. Um, But also like how cool that you're like, let's claim our happy tools. Let's bring happy back. Let's, and it's, it's one thing to say it, but like, how do we, I I feel like there's so many women who feel the way you felt when you were looking at your mirror and they, they have the feelings, but they don't have the motivation. They like, they're like, how do I do this? How do I get out of this? How did you do that? And how would you recommend for another woman like that? Who's going through it right now? Absolutely. Wow. You know, for me, it really was a little trial and error, you know, a little bit of, you know, reminding myself, I just remember getting started and it was as simple. And I, I always say this, and I think it's the most important piece. Keep it simple and easy. We love to overcomplicate so that we have the excuse to give up. That's the truth. Wow. We have to keep it simple. So like, that's like makeup when people are like, oh, I don't know how to do that. I'm like, you don't know how to put mascara on? Like, I'm not talking to, I'm not, I didn't say do Mario makeup for Kim Kardashian. It's like, I'm saying, 
just do what works for you. Like it, it, we've, again, we've overcomplicated it and we've made it so extreme that like it's unreachable. And I want to bring like normal back, like just putting on some lipstick and makeup just because like your mom said, you're not dead, put your lipstick on, you know, mm-hmm. it's like the simplicity of that. And I said, you know, I started just simply reminding myself of like, what did I used to do? What did I used to love to do that? I just stopped like, because I became a mom or because I became a wife. Like I remember I was like, you know, I stopped really taking care of myself. I was like, you know, I'd love to work out. That's something that is mentally just physically so good for me. I was like, I have to make time in the morning. If I have to wake up early, I'm going to have to set my alarm. I have to make the time. I remember talking to my husband being like, movement is medicine to me. I just remember thinking that. So then I remember during COVID sitting outside in the sun. Like I remember when I was really anxious, I would sit in the sun and that sun therapy would be so, you know, and I remember just being grateful, being like, thank God we have a roof over our head. Thank God we had this and not obsessing on all the things I didn't have. I was like really obsessed with what I did have. So I just remember gratitude. That was medicine. Like movement was medicine. I just remember like me, I was like, I'm going to make time every morning to get up and get dressed. Getting up and getting dressed to me signals my brain that I care about me. Not that anybody else cares, but I care. I'm making the time. It's my self-respect. I personally like to look good. I have never felt good not looking good. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, I don't know why you wouldn't make the time. So it was that real, you know, that realization when I walked past the mirror and I look good, I was like, it's a mind game. Because when you see yourself and you see that reflection looking good, it does. It puts a pep in your step. You're a little more motivated. You're feeling a little bit better. You're more confident. So I started putting all these things together. And then I was like the positive self-talk. I was like, I know people think it's so ridiculous. Like, I think it's ridiculous that you don't speak positively to yourself. Like, I think it's ridiculous that you don't take the time that you think it's all so stupid. It's not stupid. Remind yourself every day that you're capable, that you're strong, that you're beautiful, that you can do hard things, that you're smart. Like, you are smart. You don't need, you know, you know, you don't have to be the trophy. You can win the trophy. You don't have to be the white, you know, married to the CEO. You can be the CEO. And it's really reminding ourselves every day of that. Like for me, it was so important. And then walking out and doing some good. So for me, it was always like, learn something, read something, like go help, volunteer, get that job, work on something that's for your future that makes, you know, an income or some way of knowing that you can take care of yourself. I think is so empowering to women. Like it changes the dynamics. It does. When you feel empowered, it gives you your voice back. You feel like you're in control. When you're dependent on somebody constantly for money or for anything, you lose your voice, you lose your power. That's just the truth. You give in. So for me, it was always like those happy tools. And I can't remember being like, it's my toolbox. It's what I, what I do every day, or it's what I know I can, you know, tap into when I'm not feeling my best. Like what brings me back to the best version of me? I'm always like, you know, she's in there. That best version of you is in there. She's just bogged down by so much responsibility and stress and anxiety and everything that we deal with. So I'm always like those happy tools are the tools that you know make you feel good. As simple as a cup of coffee alone for five minutes. That could be your happy tool. Something that just brings you back to a positive headspace. And for me, I just want to put it out there because it has been life-changing for my husband and I. We literally decided we're going to choose happy every day. That is something that like we in the morning make that active choice that whatever you're dealing with, try to look at it through the perspective of happiness, you know, to choose that rather than all the negative. So I think those happy tools, like to get started, honestly, do little things that you know personally make you feel good. Not for your husband, not for your kids, not for anyone else, but for you. Like, do you love having your hair done? Just do your hair every day. doesn't have to be makeup and hair. I said, I always say, start small, just start with gold hoops. Then put the cute outfit on or just put a matching set from Target and put a little mascara on and some lip gloss, like minimal, 
and then keep adding on. Do one lap around the block. If working out for 30 minutes is crazy, move your body one lap around the block. That's it. Do one minute of gratitude. If you don't have 10 minutes, great. Do one minute. So it's like, and then as you start doing it, like we all know, the more you do it, it becomes consistent, routine, habit. And then all of a sudden you start feeling so good, you can never go back. So for me, it's like those habits I do every single morning. It's what keeps me moving. And it reminds me every day of what's important to me. So I always say, just start small and start with those my, those minimal habits, like making your bed, cleaning out your closet, those little things that people, it's free and that actually really help. Beautiful, beautiful. So much wisdom here. And you're being so generous with your knowledge. Now, the really cool thing for those listening who haven't met Caroline yet, she literally walks you through this on her Instagram page. You need to check her out on Instagram. It's Is it shop dot with? With dot Caroline. Yes. Okay. So she literally wakes up in the morning in her PJs with you. Okay. And like, to me, that's so motivational because like, if I'm having a day where I don't feel like doing that, I go into Instagram because that's what we're doing anyways. Let's all be honest. Like we're getting on Instagram, we're scrolling through the stories and there she is and she's in her PJs and then she's in her underwear and she's getting dressed with you. She's like putting on, like, it's the most amazing thing. So to my audience, you need to check her out, but you you. you take us through the steps. And then it's not just about like, it's about what we wear and that's where we start. Right. But then you've got your 10 minutes of gratitude. And the coolest part that I think about all this, and I was talking about it on my podcast last week because I was introducing you and oh, that's amazing. Yes. On the show. And I was saying, you know, you're, you're selling things on Amazon. You, you have affiliate links. You're selling jewelry, like all of this beautiful stuff. But ultimately what you're giving us is inspiration. You're giving us connection and you're giving us community. And I think that's like at the core of every heart centered business. It's not the end item. Yeah. The end item is awesome. And every time yeah. I open a package from Amazon that, you know, I click through your links and I, <laughs> yes. oh my God, thank you. <laughs> of course, I'm always so excited. But what I'm really getting is like, here's a real woman living a real life. She's showing us what motherhood is all about and marriage is all about and friendship is all about. And I just think it's, it's so cool and so beautiful. And another thing I really feel from you is, you know, when we're on Instagram, so often it feels like a lot is curated. And yes. with you, hate that. yeah, hate we, we just don't get that vibe. Like you are showing up in such an authentic way. And we've got a community here of like change makers and trailblazers. Yes. And, and people who want to start businesses, they want to start businesses around things they love, like what you've done, like what I've done. Um, but they're so afraid. They're like afraid to put themselves out there. We literally had a masterclass yesterday and one oh, of our wow. life coaches, she was like, I am so scared to show up online. She's like, I have so much to share, but I'm hiding behind posts and quotes yep. and things like that. But what I really want to do is put myself out there, but I just can't do it. So she's got this desire on her heart for impact. Absolutely. But then she's got this like opposing like pullback that is like- Because her- because women stop supporting each other. And I think there is this fear of backlash and this fear of being made fun of and, you know, be put down and, you know, what will people think rather than assuming that people are going to be proud of us and assume that people are going to be excited for us and happy for us. We assume the worst, which is really sad that that's what I mean. We've normalized- not supporting each other and not caring about each other. And I think competition has become so normal and jealousy 
And I just don't really understand it because women are so powerful when they come together and when we help each other and there really is room for everyone. And when we show each other that love and respect, that's the truth. Like when we show each other that love and respect, miracles happen. Like so many changes happen. But again, when we keep fighting each other and we keep competing, we're tearing each other apart. And now you're left alone and you can't do it alone. That's the one thing I'm going to tell you now as a 51 year old woman, you can't do it alone. You need help. And whether it's your partner, that's why I was having a healthy, happy relationship. Like women are, you know, again, it's like you're giving away all your power for what? For a Chanel bag? Like I'm not understanding because that's the truth at the end of the day. And, you know, it is easy to get chipped away at. It is easy to have that oxygen taken out of you when, you know, you're constantly giving to your kids, constantly giving to your husband, your elderly parent. You know, I care for my parents. It's extremely overwhelming. I don't think anyone talks about it. And it's a time in a woman's life where you feel the weight of the world on you, especially midlife is brutal. Like when you're entering menopause, you are, there's so many changes. And if you don't have any support and you don't have anybody to talk to, especially your family, especially your friendships, especially other women, then imagine how alone, imagine how scary, and then imagine how insecure you would get. Hmm. And what does insecurity breed? Unhappiness and you giving away power, right? Because you just let other people take control and then you stop living. So I'm, I'm just all about like getting your power back, understanding that I'm not talking about being the president of Coca-Cola. I'm talking about being the president of your life, like just being in charge of your life and taking that power back and putting yourself out there is the greatest thing that you could possibly do. And I'm going to put that out there because we are, you know, all of us were scared that first day. And yes, when I took that first picture in the mirror, did I feel ridiculous as a 47 year old woman, you know, or getting on TikTok? I can't even tell you. How hard it was for me to get on TikTok. And then now I had someone scream on the street, Oh my God, I love you from TikTok. And I'm like, I'm 51 years old. What do you mean you love me on TikTok? Like, that sounds insane. But anything is possible. Anything is possible. There is an audience for everyone. You are not alone. And I'm telling you, you will find your people. And when you're happy and you're doing something you love, you just don't care. You don't care as much what anybody else thinks. You care when you're unhappy. Because yeah. that's all you're thinking about. But when I'm happy and I'm really doing something I love, I am not worried about what everybody else is doing and thinking. That's the truth. Yeah, you're in your zone. Like you're in your yes. creative zone of genius. You're doing your thing. You're living your life. I think so many of us are thinking of like that girl in high school who used to like bully us. Yes. yes. Thinking about like cousin. I got bullied too. Gertrude. Everyone thinks like you. Yes, I got bullied too. And trust me. It's like for all of us, it is scary to like put yourself out there, but I'll tell you something. I was terrified to take the filter off. Mm. Truthfully, I remember we were all using filters. I literally, I started with the pink cheek filter. I don't know what I was thinking. If you go all the way down, I'm doing all of my talks with pink cheek things. Like I look like a clown. (laughs) Then I moved into another one. Like I moved into the more just tan one. And it was amazing that my son said to me, he was like, but you don't look like that. And I was like, but I do. I was like, I just have a tan. He was like, but you're not tan right now. And I was like, it's something as simple as the tan. And I just remember being like, damn it, you're right. And I just remember thinking I was so scared to take the, you know, that filter off. I'm not wearing makeup. I'm like coming on in the morning. And the truth is it is so liberating. It is so freeing. When you, that first day I put the bikini on and I showed all my cellulite, it was the most freeing moment of my life. I have never looked back. Once you show it, once you accept it, once you put it out there, nobody can say anything anymore. You're like, okay, so what? I saw you like, what are you going to do? Yeah, like you're and all of a sudden, you're owning I owned it, it and, and I, I took, took my power back. Yes. Yeah. 
And I took my power. I was like, yes, I have cellulite. What are you going to do about it? Right. Okay. Right. And you move on. Like, yes. Right. And it's like, so when we're, yes. And in the morning, yes, this is what I look like. Like I see people now that literally are talking about what an incredible makeup job they have. And there's a filter on and she's complimenting the makeup artist. And I'm like, but we can't see her makeup job. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't understand. I'm like, when did we become so uncomfortable in our own skins? Yeah. When did we become so insecure? And when did we not, like, when did we stop loving ourselves? Like, I just don't understand how we got here and we have to bring us back. Like we have to bring women actually looking in the mirror and liking what they see. It really is that important because that reflection at the end of the day, that's your superhero. That's your knight in shining armor. That's coming to save you. No one else is coming to ring the doorbell and hand you your life. No one's going to make any changes for you. Nobody is coming to save you, but you. So what I, what I always say to everybody is when you look in the mirror, picture your superhero, like that's who's coming. So do you want to see a hot mess? Because that's, I would be scared if I knew a hot mess was coming to help me. Like you'd want to see badass, strong, powerful, ready, looking good. Like you'd be like, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're good. She's coming. We're good. So I'm always trying to remind you like that reflection says everything about how you feel. Mm, what so, a invitation to rise up, right? And be yep. that woman in shining armor for yourself, be your own superhero. I mean, I love that yes. so much. That is, yes. that's what we all need to hear. And so like getting the outside voices and opinions, like you said, yeah. we're like tuned into thinking the worst. Why are we thinking people are going to think the worst of what we're doing? Right. Why, Why are we yes. allowing that girl from high school to be the person we think about when we want to rise up? Like we need to think about the people who support us. Like you said, the friendships yes. support us. And you spoke so beautifully this morning about friendship and you said we need that village, right? So, and you said at 51, you're like attracting your soul family. So talk to 100%. You a bit about that. Cause I think a lot of people feel like, I mean, my daughters are 17 and one of them's oh like, I haven't found my people, mom. And I'm like, hon, I promise they're coming and they're going to come yes. in different ages and stages and reasons and all of it. But like, it can happen at any point. So how did you attract your soul? Absolutely. You know, you're so right. I'm so glad you're saying that to your daughter because, you know, sometimes, sometimes your peak is in high school. You know what I mean? Sometimes you don't find your people yet. You know, you're living where your parents moved to and it's not necessarily who you are and it's not necessarily what you want. But just know, again, when you focus on yourself, when you know who you are, when you actually like yourself and you demand that kind of respect and, you know, you set those boundaries truthful. And I think that comes with age and with experience, unfortunately. And, you know, I wish our younger girls felt this kind of empowerment. And that's why I think it's so important for all of us to be speaking out and teaching our younger girls that you don't need to get married. You don't need to be somebody's trophy or say like you have a voice, you have power, you're smart. And again, when you start, when you start feeling your own power, I think you do start attracting that. And I know for me, when I decided like, I want what's best for me, I want to be surrounded by people who are happy, who are smiling. I don't feel good around all the drama. I don't feel good around the chaos. I don't like the disrespect or the passive aggressive. Like I'm a girl's girl. You are always welcome at my table. I don't like feeling like you walk in and someone's staring. Like I, I have no time for any of that. Like I would rather be alone than and in bad company any day, personally. Like you really, I will say my greatest piece of advice, get comfortable in your own skin, get comfortable in your own company. Because when you can be alone and you actually like yourself, I feel like that's when you really start allowing the good to come in because you have set your boundaries. And for me later in life, you know who you are. Like for me, start going and doing things that you really enjoy. 
Like if you really love like a book club, like join a book club or like you really love to play tennis, join a, join a tennis club or join a tennis class or something like meet some like-minded people. Because I think a lot of the times we're always trying to insert ourselves into these situations of what we think is cool or what we think is popular or what, you know, we think everybody else wants for us. But at the end of the day, I think it's about really humbling yourself and understanding who you really are and what you really like and what you really like might not be what everybody else likes. And that's okay. But you just need to find your people. And for me, you know, being in a place where I was with all the moms and it was like big mom groups that like I didn't feel great in, like it was a lot of gossipy, mean, you know, the kids, the drama, I hated it. And so for me, it was interesting starting to work on myself and then starting the business. I started, you know, started meeting business women and I started meeting women that wanted to work on themselves. And I started women that weren't drama and weren't talking, you know, they're too busy running their businesses. They're too busy doing that. Like we're too busy talking about numbers and spreadsheets and how do we do this? And you realize the conversation is different. The table is different when you start actually knowing yourself and doing the things that you genuinely love. And I say, just get out there. Go to go take those classes, go join the club, you know, go for that walk. I joined the half marathon. I trained for it. And that's how I met my husband. Like I went out of my way to do something different. And I think that's the thing. You keep doing the same thing over and over. There's no change. So I, it is about putting yourself out there. Try different things, you know, meet people that like what you like. So you have a connection there. Yeah, that's for me personally. And like, it's been amazing. The women I've met now, like Monica, Nina, you know, Nat G, everybody that we've, you know, come in contact with, these are my people. Like mm-hmm. these are the people that yesterday Monica teared up, literally tears running down her face, telling me how proud of, of me she was for what's happened in the last six months. And this is somebody I met two years ago. Wow. So is anything is possible. Yes. This is where it's at. Yes. This is where it's at. We can. Yes, we, we can, can do it. We can do it. And I love what you said about like, First, get comfortable in your own skin. First, love yourself. Look in the mirror and be so like freaking pleased with what you're seeing. And when you start vibing in a different way, your your energy changes. You start attracting exactly exactly your business, and you've got other fellow female entrepreneurs and women who get what it takes, right? Who are cheering you Absolutely. on. Absolutely, for it all. No, it's beautiful. It's because it is. It's your mindset. At the end of the day. You hold all the power with one decision and it's to bet on you. That's it. That's that it. changes everything. It's the same as you look in the mirror. We watched my husband and I watched this um, incredible Ted talk or something. They were saying about when you look in the mirror again, it's about not being like, Oh, I have to do this. It's you got this. Let's go. That's it is that mind change. You've got to, you have to in your brain, you're in control and you've got to train yourself. Yeah. It's your choice. Yes. 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 So like you get online and you do these pep talks, these coffee talks, you've got these yeah. amazing uh, <laughs> lines that you say, look good, feel good, do good. Let's go. And you're like, like sending us a kiss, sending us energy. Like yes. we feel that. Like, I just want you to know that you're all oh, that makes me so happy. And it's that just makes me so, so happy. beautiful. It's so motivating because like, we all need that, right? We need a, a Caroline in our ear whispering yes. you've got this, you've got, cause so if we don't have those friendships and I always say, you can find mentors anywhere. You can find a mentor Absolutely. in a book. You can find a mentor on a podcast. You can find a mentor on Instagram. And so absolutely voice in your ear until you can start speaking to yourself like that until you can be kind absolutely. Like and believe absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah, I love love what you're doing because it's true. It's it's we want to keep teaching our younger generations that it is possible. We want to change these dynamics of women 
being indebted to a man, you know what I mean? And not having, not living their lives. Like I look at my mom now at 84, the amount of regret she lives with is so overwhelmingly sad. I can't even, I can't even express it to the point where it is my dream is to like not ever let her sacrifice go to waste. She sacrificed her happiness to ensure mine. So I can't waste it. I have to take every opportunity to live my best life and to be that best version of myself because she did not get that chance. And unfortunately, and it's really tough. And I think a lot of us understand that in our generation, you know, our generations before us, it's like the women, they, there was not enough empowerment out there. There weren't enough of us speaking out and speaking up. And I think it's so important to lift women up, to lift moms up, to lift young girls up and not feel this pressure to get married and have kids you know, and then, then what? Right. Then right. what? Yeah. Let's and I just, ourselves first. Yes. Let's know ourselves. And let's first. remind it. And let's remind each other that when the kids leave, there's still another 40 to 50 years. Oh so God. I By think the way, I'm right now. my girls yes. are 16. They're graduating in a year. And it's like this whole, I'm 46 years old next week. And it's like this whole, like happy birthday. Like, Thank you, love. Just like feeling like, okay, now what? Like, what are we going to do? And I'm really trying to think of it as it's not like, oh my God, they're going to college. What am I going to do? But more like, okay, this is the, as you say, this oh my is- God, now I have a whole half. second life. Yes. Right. right. Second so half is the best half because you have, you have knowledge now. You're not starting from scratch. You're starting from experience. Yes. So imagine moms are the most efficient multitasker. Like we are so badass. My husband joked that when he's, cause he's starting his own company, he said he wants to hire just moms because he literally, he was like, get shit done. Get shit done. I was like, I'm the one who's like, let's go. Like I'm running around like a crate. And he's like, moms are badass. And yet no mom thinks she can work. Yeah. I have two friends who are the smart, two of the smartest people I know that just said to me, like, what would I do? Like, how do you get back in? Like, what would I do? And I'm like, what do you mean? Would you do? I'm like, go on Etsy, sell this, do this, organize her closet. Like, I'm saying 20 different things and yet she feels helpless at 47 wow. and with an entire career behind her. Like, and she feels like she's not smart enough. <laughs> when did we, when did moms become not smart? Yeah, <laughs> we were, we, we bought into this idea that like, there's this one identity. We can only wear one identity at a time, right? You can only be a mom. You can't be a yeah. mom and be an entrepreneur and be a, like whatever it is, Like, but we can, we can wear so many hats. If anyone can do it, it's a mom, just like you said. And, and like you said too, like you look amazing right now. Again, when do we, like, when was looking good and put together a bad thing? Right. Like when is it that people feel uncomfortable? Because I, I can't even tell you how many DMs I don't want. I don't even want to hear it from the other moms. Or like mm-hmm. I don't want because they'll be like, "Where are you going?" And I'd be like, "I'm going to the supermarket, and I'm going to look fabulous." Where are you going? I'm like, because to me, I'm like, why? Why would you look like shit? Does that make you feel good? Like I'm kind of like I'm looking at you like you're crazy. So right. you can think I'm crazy all you want, but I was like, I think you're insane because I don't understand why you would never not take the opportunity to look good. Yeah. So again, I'm like, when did we stop putting our jewelry on? When do we stop looking good? Like, because you're a mom, you're supposed to look like shit. I'm not like, so what? here's the thing. I, w- I want to like talk about this because, so I'm, I come from a Persian background yep. and my grandma, so many of my dear friends, right? so many of my dear friends. Yeah. Yes. So, so my, gra- I re- literally remember my grandmother like speaking about other women 
who were enjoying their lives, who, like you said, were getting up and getting dressed in the morning. And like, she would, she would, and this was just what she was taught. And it was the narrative that was passed down to her also being passed down to my mom and to me, but you know, we're in a place where we get to change this, but she would look at them and say like, Oh, like must be nice to be her. It must be nice to be like, it must be nice to just live your life and be so confident. And to, and it was like, it was such mixed messaging to me because in my heart, I was like, yeah, well, it is nice. Like you could do it too. Like I wanted to say that exactly. yes. young girl, right. Who hadn't been faded and jaded by these ideals. Um, but you know, I, and I watched my mom walk her own journey because of those narratives that were passed down culturally yes. to her and then have to like, and we've talked about it a lot with my mom. I'm like, yeah, good for her. You go be her. Yes. Like, it's all good. Let's do this. So I, I think that, you know, the people well, who- Can I just add into what you just yeah. said? That's the generational vicious cycle, right? <laughs> Sometimes people think that it's just abuse and it's verbal abuse and like, but there's just as many vicious cycles with women. Generational cycles of telling us that we're not good enough, that you just have to get married and have kids, or like you can't look good, or you know that it's it's funny that you say that because it's so it's this vicious cycle, and somebody has to break it because you're right. It's like you people look at her, it's like oh look at her, and it's like yeah look at her, how incredible that she's living her life and happy. Like that's the way it's supposed to be, right? Like what a way to be happy. What a beautiful yes. reframe. Cause my grandma was like, and no judgment. Like I get where no. she from, but she's like, look at her. With all respect. With and all then, respect. And then you're like, look at her. Like what a reframe, right? Like, so let's all yes. as women look at each other. Like I'm looking at you right now thinking you look so beautiful and you're showing up with, with your Me too. heart. And I'm just like bursting with excitement watching Me too. women in the world do this. Right. And that's what we need more of. Right. We need Me to, too. I mean, I look at you, the first thing I said was like, look how gorgeous you are and look at your neck. I was like, but it's true. It's like, when did we, why, if you compliment somebody, does that take away from your beauty? Like I'm not understanding how giving a woman. And it's funny. Cause I remember thinking someone staring at you and then they came up and they were like, Oh my God, I love your hair. Or like, I love something. And I was like, your head's thinking she hates you. And she's talking shit. And meanwhile, she was thinking you're gorgeous. And I'm like, why aren't we telling each other this more? you know how good you make somebody feel with that one compliment or that one hello or that one. It's like, you could change someone's entire day and it's free. It's, it's like, I will never, I would tell everybody I see. I'm always like, Oh, I love your outfit or Hey, so nice to see. You. Like it makes me, it's pure joy. I don't and, understand and connection. Like my husband always laughs at me because it's just what I do. Like I can't help me it too. because I know that like, I notice, like I look at someone and I see their beauty immediately. Um, but like, it's he, he'll, he'll, like, did you melody her? Like, did you tell her if you loved her nails? Did, and I'm like, I did, but like, I didn't even notice I was doing that. That's just the natural thing to do. So this Me is too. my husband says the same thing. He's like, were they Carolined? I mean, we were like, I still, I, I talk to every single person I can get my hands on. I'm the same. I love it. I just love it. Cause yeah. I love connection. I think that's what we've lost is the connection. Yeah. And I think that's why we have to bring this village back, yeah. you know, a village of women that you're, it's okay to look fabulous. It's okay to want to work on something. It's okay to want to have your own life. It doesn't mean you're a bad mom. It doesn't mean you're selfish. It doesn't mean that you don't care. It actually means that you care the most to me. Because again, oxygen mask on first. Mm -hmm. I say it every day because I think we genuinely forget because when we get crunched with time and stressed and anxious, the first person that gets sacrificed is us. We sacrifice ourselves first. And if you're on an airplane and it's going down about to crash, you are supposed to put your oxygen mask on first and then save your family. So if that doesn't tell you something, I don't know what else does. So 
oxygen mask on first, ladies. That's it. So beautiful. So beautiful. Caroline, I could literally talk to you for hours. I I could talk to you for hours too. Damn it. I want to be mindful of your time. I'm going to ask you a couple questions that I love to ask because we are all about paying it forward to the next generation here, but also really like looking at the, the young girl that lives within us and asking ourselves, like, what would we say to her if we had the opportunity? And yes. before I even ask you, like, there is this crazy statistic that a girl's self-confidence peaks at age eight, which like with the work that you do and the work that I do, it's wow. like mind blowing, right? So it mind blowing our mission into focus and like why we're here. Um, but a message to your eight-year-old self, to all the eight-year-old girls out there who, who need, you know, someone like you, um, whispering in their ear and giving them that, that permission and that empowerment, what would you say? I honestly would, I would honestly, I wish I could go look at myself in the face, in the eyes at eight years old and just tell you, don't worry, like you've got this. And there is just something to just tell that eight-year-old, like I would literally be like, you are smart you are beautiful, you are capable, you are strong, and you can do hard things. And betting on you will be the best bet you ever make. And I would say do not depend on anyone for your finances, for your happiness. I would say work and make sure that you can take care of yourself. Do not depend on anyone else to take care of you. I think it's the one thing my mom was always talking about getting married and having somebody else. It was always about somebody else doing for me. And whatever somebody else was going to make me happy or provide these things for me. And it was something that was ingrained in me. And I could have so easily fallen into these traps. And I just wish somebody had told me to, to be smart. I wish not to be pretty, but to be smart. I wish somebody had told me, you know what I mean? Like all I was ever told was like, oh, you're so pretty, just look pretty. And it's like, but I'm really smart and I'm really capable and I do know how to do things. And I just, no one ever, and no one ever pushed that narrative. And I wish we would. So I would continuously tell somebody at eight years old how smart they are. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Oh my God. I Truthfully. love it. Um, one of the things that I love to share with our community is instead of asking girls to be good and pretty, ask them to be powerful. Like, let's make a new yes. ask of this next generation. Yes. Because what does good mean? Good means shut your mouth. Don't talk. Don't share your voice. Um, you know, look good, but don't, don't speak your absolutely mind, hide your truth all of that stuff so that is gorgeous and if there was one message that you could share like a billboard out onto the world like the thing you want to scream off of the rooftops if you have the opportunity what would that be do you know that my great i think my the, the one message is always 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 in my head and i every single day is it's like i would it's like in bold like what i want everything to say is bring her back the best version of you she's in there she is bogged down by responsibility, by anxiety, by exhaustion, by life. But she wants to like, she's in there and she wants to come out and be like, just bet on her. Like I, I, there is something about women forgetting who they are. Like you forget who the best version of you is. And I just want to remind women every single day that she's in there and she deserves to come out. So I think my biggest message is always bring her back the best version of you. Gorgeous. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, babe. um, For your generosity, for showing up in the world with your truth and giving everyone around you the opportunity to do the same just by following your example. We appreciate you so much. 
Um, I appreciate you. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for empowering our young girls and our women. And I hope we keep spreading this message. I hope we keep talking. I can't wait to meet you one day and hug you. And, you know, I hope, you know, that's all I hope we keep lifting women up. I think that is our, I know that's your greatest passion. It's mine too. And it's, it's an honor to be working alongside you. Oh my God. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you too. I love you too. Thank you so much for your listenership. If you love what you're hearing, please consider leaving us a five-star review and subscribing to the show so that you don't miss an episode. These reviews are so very helpful to us and we are so grateful for each and every one of them. If you'd like to hang out with us on Instagram, give us a visit at Girl Life Empowerment. Can't wait to see you there.